Listener Production. Fail with Greta Lee Jackson, where I speak to well-known and successful people about moments where they failed and it eventually turned into something that helped them on the road to success. One Christmas, when I was about six years old, I received a series of Barbie-related gifts. I already had a Barbie, but this Christmas I received a Barbie and Ken wedding dress and suit outfit combo. And, significantly, I also received a Ken doll. But the problem was he was a beach Ken. And with beach Kens, shoes are not included, which is a problem when your Barbie just got given her own wedding dress. How can Ken marry Barbie without any shoes? So, after some thinking, I came up with what I thought was the perfect solution. Why not colour in Ken's feet with black permanent texture to give the appearance of shoes? Well, it worked. Ken looked like he was wearing a nice pair of black shoes on his wedding day. The moment I realised I failed, however, was when it was time for the beach honeymoon and I redressed Ken back into his Hawaiian shirt and board shorts accompanied by permanently black feet. And thus began a lifelong pattern of trying to change men as soon as I got them. Fail! Dave Collins is an Australian comedy institution and beloved around the world. But, interestingly, not a lot of people know his name. Instantly recognisable as one half of the comic duo The Umbilical Brothers, David has sold out arenas in Europe, Asia and the USA for the better part of 20 years and has success in comedy that most people could dream about and shows no signs of slowing down. Often that can make an artist arrogant and holier than thou, but Dave has been a constant source of support and encouragement to emerging content makers that we've really needed, when most just brush those starting out aside. But what Dave and I have in common is learning the hard way that what works for one audience definitely doesn't work for another. When we perform, we don't kind of like to do the sort of hits that are big on YouTube and then we do a question and answer after the show. Inevitably, every single show, people go, do the bathroom. You know, they want to, they want to see the stuff like that. So mm, go, oh, mm. Okay, right. Maybe we're not doing this right. Mm. We want to show them stuff they haven't seen before. Everyone wants to have the hits. You know, mm. I imagine it's like a, like a you know, musician that has one hit and he's got to play it every time for the shows, he's, but he's not that into it. He wants to do new stuff. What's that song by Ricky Nelson, Garden Party, where he talks about playing Madison Square Garden and he basically got booed because he was doing new stuff? Right. And um, he has that line in the song, if memories were all I sang, I'd rather drive a truck. Like, if I had to do the old stuff again and yeah. again and again, give me another yeah. fucking job, man. Yeah. 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 Who is it? There's a, there's a, st- I was listening to this morning. It was either Chris Rock or somebody was um, saying. Talking that, Funny? Yeah, Talking Funny. And that was, he was saying, you know, if, if you, if people come and see you and they come and see you live and they just see you do stuff that they've already seen before, they'll love it, but they'll never, they won't come and see you live again. But if they come and they see new stuff, they'll come and see you again. Even if they don't love it, they're seeing new stuff. So there's more of a chance of them coming back. Is there different kind of subsections of fandom? It's the people yeah, that definitely. are... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Because you, when you just said 
people, you know, want to see your old. Not everybody. Not, not everybody, everybody does. No, people it. that have come in me for years are like, why'd they do that again? Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm actually less interested in the people that want to see me do stuff that I've already done before. Ah, so there's like, like a scale of favouritism for yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. You're like, <laughs> do I want to do the stuff that's 10 years old? No, not, not Sometimes it's fun because mm. it's, it's like a new joke. You know, if you haven't done... If you haven't done a routine for eight years and you do it again, it's it's really like it's the first time you've done it. Sometimes and you you do a different version of it and you you find new parts of the routine that are that are funny mm. that you that you didn't think of ten right. years ago. Right, you've evolved as a person as a. Yes. Sometimes. Yes, sometimes. Well, you have to. I mean, you can tell when people don't. I'm going to get my questions out. So you don't have to then. Well. Well, yeah, you do. The people that don't just don't last. Right. Yeah, I right. think. Do you mean as humans? No, as performers. Performers, yeah. Like Peter Andre. Peter Andre was supposed he's to come out in November. He's still going. No. He's, he's, he's still, going, still going, but Oh, he, and that song he had was great, wasn't it? That one song. <laughs> he got, he must have the shits girl, now. Girl, Miss, girl, no, girl, no, girl, mysterious girl. girl. Oh, Did it have girl in it? I was you. joking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was actually, I just chucked out a word that I thought maybe was in the, <laughs> oh, Miss, that's it. Yes, that was, yeah, mysterious girl. girl. I want to get close to I you. love that scene in, in have, you, have you seen Life on the Road, David Brent? Yeah, yeah. That bit where they cut to the like, at, you know, so the band have landed on their feet. They're all right. This cool band, you know, and they cut to them and they're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I see you like Peter Andre. I'm fucking lulled at that. That was such a laugh out loud moment. Yeah. Like, how cool are you guys? You know. Um. So my oh, first, sweet. my first question to you. So yeah, you got how questions. I do. I really didn't expect you to have questions. Well, they're sort of. I thought we were going to talk. I've, I, a chat. I didn't get it much is. sleep. I, I'm a bit fuzzy. Mm. I'm, but I'm. That's my default. I'm not going to like quiz you on. You know, okay. I'm not going to. It's not going to be like what's the capital city of? I don't know. Um, Canberra. Yeah. Well, that's. The, do you know? <laughs> apparently, that they've stopped. You know when you were like you, you, someone had an accident in the street or something, and the ambulances come and they try they ask you questions to make sure you're coherent. Mm-hmm. They used to ask who's the prime minister of Australia, and now they've stopped asking that because no one fucking knows. Like it's changed so many times. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Right, seriously, I have. It's I do travel. Is Turnbull? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. But it's seriously, I, I have to think about it. I have to yeah. think about it. So yeah. it's not going to be. It's not going to be who's the prime minister. Don't no, worry. that would have taken me Actually, a while. Actually, just was. Um, <laughs> So, okay, first one. How would you describe yourself at this point in your life, both what you're doing and how you're feeling? This can be career-related or anything. Like, what's going on right now? Who are you? What are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, so I'm about um, 26 years into uh, umbilical brothers. Holy crap. Long yeah. time. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, in some respects so it feels like a... Yeah, it feels like a long time, but in others it doesn't feel that... And uh, I kind of, I go through bouts of sort of itchiness and I'm kind of yeah, itchy at the moment. I kind of uh, itchy to sort of, and that, that usually means that I go and sort of, uh, I do other things. I try and do other things apart from, you know, the, the umbies mm. or even inside the umbies, we do, you know, it's, it's time for us to invent a new show. So we're creating a new show at the moment. Um, so maybe that's just where my brain is at the moment, but I, I'd like to, I always want to act. I always want to just, just speak someone else's lines but it's very very difficult for um 
people to see um, me out of the not only comedy box I put myself in, but a, a physical comedy box. To get into other people that don't know you, yeah, it must be hard to get out of that that box of like, this is what I'm known as. And um, I mean, does it ever like piss you off, or you get it? You accept it now? Um, it's 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 frustrating uh, that that people can't even see when when they watch the Umbilical Brothers that I I think it's quite obvious that we're actors that that's all we're doing on stage I think it's I, for me it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's quite obvious I would I would hire us just from that uh, in a dramatic role um, and I'm not kidding uh, but in other respects it's you know it's kind of nice being in a audition. Process. I'm pretty good at auditions, and um, uh, and it's just nice being there and like uh, seeing people be surprised at that I can, you know, my, at my dramatic ability because they're not. They wouldn't. They're. They're. It's. It's unassuming. They. Um. They're not. They're not ready for it. You know. They go. Oh, I thought he was just a a, a monkey boy. I thought he was just a clown. Because. You've done you've done films, you've done TV, and have have they been audition parts, or has it more been the situation where it's like you know your mates give it to you because they know you can pull it off? Uh, well, I started doing. Um, I went to see a, a casting agent, uh, and I said, "How do I get myself out of this box?" And he said, "Just make a, a short film and be noted for the for the acting in it." I went, "Oh, that's a good idea." And so I made a film for Tropfest and won Best Actor in it. And I remember that. I remember that. We yeah. weren't friends then. I was blown away by that. That was so good. It was the Don't Mind one. Is yeah, that the one? yeah. Well, that's see. It was me trying to I, so break was, out of it. Yes, yeah. exactly. It was me trying to trying to say, "Okay, this. I don't. I want to kill the mime and be the." You know, oh my god, that has so much more relevance now. Yeah. That's really, it's got a lot. It's a lot more profound knowing yeah. that. Yeah, cool. It's called yeah. Silencer for your Silencer. For god, your it's funny. Listeners. It didn't uh, win, but it should have. I remember being there in the crowd that day, not knowing you, not. I wasn't even in the industry. I don't think, and was going, "Why the hell didn't that win? That is clearly the best." Yeah. <laughs> so it's Silencer, David Collins on YouTube. You'll find that it's quite directed easy. by Doug Bain. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I had the idea at like four in the afternoon. Uh, called Doug. He came over eight o'clock the next morning. <clears throat> we filmed it in half a day. We uh, wrote it down, filmed it in half a day because I was leaving to go overseas with the Umbies um, the next night, and so we had to. So it was actually made in for about forty cents. And uh, no, actually, we made forty cents because one of the characters <laughs> is busking. Daniel Godot is busking, and somebody threw him some money. That's right. We made we made money. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was all it was all a bit of a blur. Because this is a podcast about failure. Mm. We have to talk about things that maybe didn't work. But it sounds as if it's, it was just it, like it, an upward yeah, trajectory. Yeah, it's, it's we, we've. I mean, as far as yeah, yeah, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty sweet. I mean, we've had a we've. It's just blessed, you know. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we, we've. I could probably count on the one hand like gigs that. Didn't really work, and that that includes some corporates. That's extraordinary. You know, there's a, I know, years. yeah, I know. And there's a couple of corporates in there, and they they should all of the corporates should be in there. But in fact, you know, we kind of t- even turn the corporates around most of the time. But uh, there's a couple of corporates yeah, in there. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a midday show with like Ray Martin or something where the where the audience yeah, where the where's audience, he now, Dave? Come on. <laughs> but they, I mean, the, the audience didn't laugh because they were all sort of, I think, dead. I think they were just propped up with you know sticks up there. 
Curses. Um, one of our biggest performances and our most, and one I was just about to mention actually, uh, on the same day as one of our largest, bo- uh, uh, we died. So we killed and then we died within 20 minutes of each other. And the killing. Well, how does that happen though? Yeah. We were, <clears throat> one of the, the producers of our New York theatre show was a producer of Woodstock 99. And so. They, oh yeah, that they, monstrosity. They flew us over to Woodstock and the. The airport that we left from was the airport. There was wreaths, there was flowers all in this cyclone fence and we're going, what the heck? And JFK Jr. died there like a week or so before, so that should have been a sign. Uh, (laughs) We got on our light plane with some other bands that we didn't really know. We flew in. Um, We were in Pink's dressing room and, or, you know, just a sort of a caravan sort of pink, thing. Pink, pink. Pink, pink, I think. I think, think. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we said, what are we going to do? Because we're going on the East Stage. We're going on after James Brown. You know, what are we going to do? So we invented, we invented a routine uh, of Shane being a, like a drug inspector, us coming out and going, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we just want to introduce ourselves. We're, um, you know, we're drug inspectors. Some of you may have taken, and we go, boo, boo. So I swear to you, we invented the routine 10 minutes before we went on. We went on, there was 100,000 people out there. Went on after James Brown, was side of stage watching James Brown finish off. He exited and then they introduced us. We came on, everyone started booing and then we went, you know, but if you have taken drugs, you know, you just got to be careful. We went like fast forward, rewind, slow motion, made a dog appear, out. you know, we made things appear and we, we killed. Like we just, I remember the you producer. Turned around. Wow. Turned around. It was great. Wow. Which was in it. We, we wanted them to do it at the beginning. We came out and I remember that producer like, like hugging us and high-fiving us. He was just, it was just, he was ecstatic because it was, he was the reason why we we're there. He asked us to be there and we were 100,000 people. And then they, we, they drove us, they interviewed us. I remember there's an, there's an MTV interview and we're just high as kites. We are just so high. It is unbelievable. We just killed in front of 100,000 people. But I what, remember. But, oh, sorry. That made it onto the, the, on the DVD is that, is, is that um, interview actually. I think there's a, there's a Woodstock DVD. Um, Anyway, then they drive us to the West Stage. Now, the West Stage, there's a band, it's a heavy sort of band. It's not, it's much heavier. There's only a few thousand people and they're all wearing either leather jackets. A lot of girls have their breasts out um, and they don't, it's not the same audience. And we go, what do we do? I'm, it's a bit of a while. I'm not sure what to do here. A lot smaller audience though. Lot yeah, smaller, yeah, lot yeah, smaller, yeah. like just a few thousand people. We go, this doesn't <laughs> look right. Smaller. I'm not sure if we should do the drug thing. Let's let's just do some tried and test. Let's just do a umby routine and just get out there and just. Read the room. Just yeah. get out there and just do it. Just, yeah. Anyway, we so we, we go, like, you know, you know. Um, now I can't remember how the guy introduced us. You know, now something funny. You know, they stopped the music. And they, they, the audience just going, "What the? Why the? Why?" And now something funny for the Ambulance. And we and Shane came out on stage, and then he went, and I came out on this Zimmer frame. And you from the audience, like I had, we hadn't even done anything. I hadn't. Even, I just entered the stage, and um, we heard, "Fuck off." <laughs> And go, oh, okay. And we just, and I continue going towards the front of the stage. You know, um, you suck. <laughs> and we were, Jesus, okay. And we kept going. And I, I kind of glanced over at Shane, and his eyes like getting wider and wider. You know, and then we go, <laughs> and go, what the fuck is this shit? 
And like it's and the audience are just this just all they're doing is yelling at us just going and this continued. You suck! You suck! What the fuck? You suck! What the fuck is this shit? Uh, they were they were. I just distinctly remember those two. Anyway, and we go through and and in the end we do a routine and I say and we do and I say to Shane let's just let's just fuck off and we we finish and then I go um, as we're leaving I go you know let's keep in touch and we we exit it and we go oh my god that was. That was hardcore. Like it was, wasn't even anything funny about that. That was just, that was just, that's never happened to us before. Anyway, so we, we go back to New York and um, get a call from my friend from New York and he goes, guys, are you, are you guys okay? And I go, what, what are you, what are you talking about? He said, oh, you suck was so clear. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit was so clear. It was so clear. Clear. And I mean, what are you talking about? Now, what had happened was because we went so well on the East stage, they decided to televise to the whole of America the West stage <laughs> performance. Oh, hell. So, so, so all of America, the only, they didn't see us killing in front of 100,000 people after James Brown. They saw us absolutely die in the ass in front of um, a few thousand people and a and oh, and I think you can YouTube this too. Look, I've, I've left it on. We we could have taken it down, but I, I just I actually makes me laugh just looking at it. You, you suck is so clear. You can look it up yourself. You suck. What the fuck is this shit? He's right. Joseph, it was he was right. It's so clear, and it's so clear in my mind. Actually, I think that's a bit more clear. That is more clear in my mind than the than the East stage performance. Yeah. As a you know, isn't that that's like cauterizing. Yeah. Seals it up. Yeah. How must it feel? Like, what is it like going from absolute elation (laughs) to you suck, what the fuck is this shit? Complete down it in twenty minutes. Mm. I don't know. Any, I've never heard anything like that. And also, we we we've been going since uh, you know uh, 91, ninety one. I can't remember the first year. Um, you know, we'd been going for eight or nine years with nothing but you know good vibes. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a really sort of it was it was what so did it, feel? it was just um, confusing. I remember just being very very confused and. And just answering our own questions, like, "Oh, it, that that shouldn't have happened. Hey, that shouldn't have happened." Um, and you know, and, and it shouldn't and, have been televised. It, it shouldn't have been televised. <laughs> no, I mean, but us going out, them stopping. I mean, they were annoyed when the music stopped. You know, do you know what I mean? That, that it was like, you know, we've we've performed in in nightclubs before, and they've stopped the music. We used to get paid to come in. They'd stop the music. There'd be thousands of people in the room and we'd come on in on a 300 mil stage which it doesn't even come up to your knees yeah. and we would perform 15 minutes of comedy and we would they would hate her and we would turn the audience absolutely turn the audience around i remember being at one of those gigs in Wollongong um, and somebody throwing a full can of vb at me on stage this is before we turned them and Shane, who's a black belt in karate, I just remember, uh, of course, when you've got lights in the eyes, you only see objects. This is the first time and only time anything's been thrown at us. But I only saw it, uh, it was about a metre from me. And I'm, I've got very good reflexes. 
that um, I think Shane might have better because he went and he kicked the VB can away that was coming straight from my temple. Ah, the crowd went oh, crazy, crazy and we, yeah, it was great. They didn't mean that. They didn't start throwing more stuff to test you guys. Did they? <laughs> I wish. Um, Cut uh, this, you bastard. So, yeah, no, it was just, I just remember being very confused and we had like a whole lot of, we said, no, that shouldn't have happened. Oh, you know, should we have done the drug thing? No, nothing would have worked. Had we done the drug, that wouldn't have worked. I can assure you nothing would have worked in front of that that crowd. And no comedy would have worked in front. Nobody coming out and just, no yelly comedy would have worked in front of that crowd. They just wanted to hear. Right, right. But do you think perhaps that the the success was such a constant at that time that the one fuck up like that, the one really monumental Mm. bad one, Mm. that you had such an established foundation of doing well that it's not going to throw you, you're not going to suddenly have doubt, you're just going to go, oh, that's an anomaly and move right on? Because I know people that would have gigs like that and just go, well, I don't know what I'm doing, it's all over. Because they don't have that rate of success leading up to it. Yeah, no, I did not feel like that. I have felt like that once in my once in my uh, career. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second, but uh, no, I didn't. I, no, that was that was an anomaly, and uh, and we moved on rather quickly from that. Right. Uh, so fucking funny. It was a little sort of difficult after we heard that it had been later that night. After we heard that it had been broadcast, then that kind of there was another wave of oh wave. my god. Um, Let's just ride this out. I think I do remember having a drink that night. Shane doesn't drink, so he just meditated. can wallow in his. Oh. <laughs> Let's. I hope he meditated. <laughs> um, yeah, shame. Uh, well, that's 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 unique. Then that's incredibly unique. I've never heard anything like it. It's hilarious. Um, so well, I, do, I do remember us, do, us getting the other the time I was going to just talk about was yeah, um, we were putting that. together a, a show of ours called the um, the rehearsal, which is very different from every other show. It was the first show that we wanted to make a show that was didn't have the move didn't have the things that people knew us for the movement and sound effects. Was this and at so the old we, fits? I saw uh, it, and you were going backstage. And yeah, you... no, that was the next. So that's uh, not suitable for children. The show uh, after that, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's so you saw a very early show. So this is the same version, the same about the same time, but for the show before uh, called the rehearsal. So we would do when we invent a show, we do it in front of you know fifty people. It's a very small sort of you know just to test the show out and the gags and everything. And we were doing. Uh, I remember doing. The first night of rehearsal, and it was it was very, it was so rough and disappointing, and um, that not only did I not want to do the Umbilical Brothers after the show, like I remember coming home and having a conversation that I didn't want to perform again. That was really I didn't want to perform again. Yeah, you were done. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I was I was I was done. Um, but I, that was the first time we came. But, and then we, but can I ask why? I didn't feel like I, if I couldn't, yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, I feel... Um, well, you're so used to adulation and then maybe you get something lukewarm. You'll, I can imagine you'd be like, well, fuck it. <laughs> no, I mean, it was it was all new material. It was 100% new material. But normally for us, I mean, we were... When we started, we did a show called Star Search and we would invent our routines the morning of or the night before filming and we that would be done to a nation, national audience and would be killed. It was great. It was, was just really, really great for us. Um, 
but this was not, it was, it was different stuff. It wasn't movement sound effects. It was just little, it was gags and things that, that Shane and I just wanted to try in front of an audience. Um, some of which worked, some of which, some of which worked, some of which didn't, some of which you could see, you know, the, the, the screen stuff, you could see that that was, that was going to, that had something there that was going to, that was going to work. Yeah, I, f- I kind of, that's a really good question. I, uh, I, maybe I just, I felt like if I couldn't pull that off, maybe I'd lost the, I'd lost the ability to pull, pull it out of my ass, you know. The, the improvise, the spontaneity factor that you could. Well, the talent factor. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, oh, the, okay. Um, that's a big doubt. That's like, fuck, that's got to shake you. Yeah, no, I'm quite serious. I did not want to. I yeah. had to be talked back into <laughs> to doing this. I had to be talked into doing the second night wow. from my partner, um, and uh, yeah, I've lost all confidence in my in my performing ability. Hmm. God, isn't it amazing how one thing can do that? After all that success rate, and then one thing doesn't doesn't go how you would like it to, and that has the potential to almost derail the whole thing. I, 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 as far as I know, that, I think that's the only thing that's, that's the only time that's only ever time happened that, to me yeah. that, that, I've, that I've lost 100% <laughs> confidence in, in my, my ability. And she talked you back into it? How did yeah. she, what did she say? What was her reasons? Uh, it's a long time ago, uh, but I think, yeah, I think, I think the, you know, the um, anomaly is a good word for it, actually, you know. Right, right. Uh, yeah, it was just, there's, I, I guess she, she was saying there's a, there's a whole, it's not just me, there's a, there's a whole lot of factors that go into what happened, you know, why I was f- feeling like that. It's not, it doesn't go from me out to everything else. Everything is kind of coming, you know, you're, everything is coming out, coming back in. Some, some things are just coming back in, facing towards me, coming towards me. Um, you know, there was, and the second night, I'm trying to remember how the second night went, actually. I think better, but not, not, not great, but, but, but better, must have gone better. Yeah. I think there's a video Must somewhere have, yeah. of, that, of that night. What is big picture for you? Like, what do you ultimately want to be? Not ultimately. Like, what do you want? What if you could do it tomorrow? What would you be doing? Uh, acting. Acting. Just acting. Yeah. Just acting. Mm. Um, now, I would say there's a lot of people that have been in the game for a long time, and they see the emerging filmmaker community, and they reject us, and they go, "Oh." all these fucking YouTubers, that's, that's not the way it is, they don't deserve it, that, all that sort of stuff. Again, Anomaly, you've constantly supported everything, um, been willing to lend your profile to us up-and-comers and it's it's unique in a way. I haven't seen that. I've, I've actually, from, from people that are established, I've noticed a lot of like not being on board. I think you can only, like with... with with new uh, comedians, performers, I just love, I love a green performer. And I think you can only learn by, by that sort of, I remember meeting uh, Paul Eyre outside the town hall and he was flyering a show and, uh, and apparently he tells me that in I... In Melbourne? Or in City. Melbourne, yeah, yeah in yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. And I'd never, I, I hadn't, and I remember having a conversation and I started fl- flyering for his show um, 
just because he was, I had a nice conversation with him. He was, you know, so, and, and then we talked about, and I thought about it, and I'd never flyed for an Umbilical Brothers show, like, ever. I'd never flyed in my life. Uh, like, never even had in to. Edinburgh, never, never had to, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I went to the show, and in that show was um, Susie Yusuf, uh, Steen Raskopoulos. You know, there's a whole, there was a whole. Uh, was that Eskimos um, band, with Polaroids? No, no it was, um, it was The Delusionists. Oh, right, right, right. And, uh, and it was fantastic. It was I, I've saw both of their show, and it just I that I mean they were just I thought they were on another level. Uh, I, I just I just loved their their creativity and their commitment and their performances. And um, that doesn't happen often. People get threatened and insecure, and yeah, that doesn't happen often. I think it it should only make you. Better, like it's. I, I, I really think it. It helps me in my in my performance watching stuff like that, and and the the, you know, the mistakes should help you in in exactly the same way. Seeing something brilliant and different and better than you, should help you. And being terrible, it it should help you. Have you ever thought of writing your own thing? Because that's a guaranteed way. Like. Uh, I have to showcase, you know. Guaranteed. Yeah, I've got many sort of excuse me ideas, but they're not sort of fleshed down. I've never sort of taken the time to flesh any of them out. But I've got a couple of good ideas. I think that's a next step. I do. You, you think a stage show, a t- television show? What, TV. what are you thinking? Oh, TV? whatever you. Mm. Well, whatever you enjoy most. Mm. You've written, I, you you've know, written I, stage show after stage I don't, show. But I don't really mind. If it's interesting, I don't care where it is. Well, that's good. The more stuff you get seen in, you know, the, it's, it's inevitable. And, well, you know, as long as it's good, you know, as long oh, as yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's good. Oh, exactly. You're not going to do that whoring yourself out. You don't fucking need to. But like, if, Oh, no, I'll do it, that. As, oh, okay. Do, <laughs> if, I, if I'm bored, I'll do that. There's some quality control. <laughs> There's some quality control. Oh, man, I did this show called Skitbox. Have you heard of that? Oh, f- oh my God. Shut oh, up. hang on. Oh, sorry. I'm I do sorry. have paranoia about that. I do what? have paranoia that... Sarah cut me. You know, she cut me. In the face? Yeah. Yeah, in I my know. Chin. Yeah. In the sketch I yeah. was directing and I'm telling her, just go harder. <laughs> go, go more psycho. Go more psycho. <laughs> Shove the shoe in his face. <laughs> we cut and there's blood, co- actual blood coming down your face. And Sarah goes, oh, my God. And she reaches and she grabs with her white glove. She, oh, that's right. she puts glo- blood on, on her white glove. On her Cinderella glove, yeah. But that's that's what we that's what we love about you, Dave. You give it everything, and you fuck it. You <laughs> yeah, fuck I, don't it mind. I don't mind. I love star. that. I love that. Yeah, Keep she was panicked. She was really felt really bad about that. Yeah, no, stuff it. No, God. <laughs> that's what I was telling this you. It's like the, he doesn't give a shit. I'm in a like, physical. I'm in a the amount of sh- Shane and I. Have, look, look at this. Look yeah, at this. I've I remember had, when you did that. I've had like 32 stitches in my head. <laughs> but that's you <laughs> had that I when we were seven. filming True Murder, and it looked right because you're yeah, playing yeah, perfect, that huh? playing yeah. that serial killer, and it fit right in. Seven, seven, no eight, makeup. Nine, ten, eleven. I've had 11, 11 stitches through this eyebrow there. Oh shit. Had twenty two stitches. Oh there. my god! But that's cancer. That's something else. Um, but that <laughs> but, does... but uh, anyway, so we're, I'm in a physical comedy. You know, for twenty six years, I've been throwing myself around. So, uh, you know, a few bumps and scratches it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. it's, a, it's a scratch. Um, I'm looking forward to whatever you're going to do next, Dave, because I just think you're one of the most versatile um, performers, actors, and um, in 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 the country. Thank you, Greta. Ever, ever right directed. back at you, yeah. girl. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm really keen to see what's next, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for chatting with me. It's an absolute pleasure. Yeah. 
And that's exactly why I admire Dave so much. He just keeps going. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to share your fails with me, you can contact me on my Facebook page or Twitter. And today's listener fail comes from Maria, who used to be a teacher. And most of us remember those days in primary school when it was raining and the teacher would just chuck on a video during the lunchtime break to keep the kids occupied. So during one particularly rainy winter, Maria had gone to the video store one weekend to stock up on PG movies. And one school day, it rained. So, of course, Maria popped in a VHS into the player, which she thought was the 1985 Sarah Jessica Parker teen comedy, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Well, it was a movie called Girls Just Want to Have Fun, but the adult version, where the girls wanted to have a different type of fun. The video shop guy had given her the wrong movie and she just played it to her class. Luckily, this was the 90s and Maria didn't get fired. Fail with Greta Lee Jackson is presented by me. Audio production is by Darcy Thompson. Fail! Listener.